Hey everyone, welcome. It's Aquarium Central podcast here, where it's aquarium time all the time. My name's Andrew. I run Guppy Central online store uh, across Ireland, ship next day. And my co-host is Dylan Murphy. He runs a Facebook or Instagram page with over 25,000 followers, sharing content from other content creators and inspiring people daily. And it's called Daily Aquariums. We better start off with uh, what we're, our discussion on the topic is, which is Irish aquarium industry and our views, the pros and cons in the future that we see. So, Dylan, what would be one of your pros? A pros? Um... You put me on the spot here now. I'm actually trying to really <laughs> a pro. <laughs> What? I'm trying to be really hard to think of a pro here. All right, okay. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot and I'll give you some time to think on it. So, first of all, I, th- I thought a good pro for the Irish aquarium industry was that it was a small, tight-knit community uh, where everyone knows everyone and it's easy to get information that way once you've been established in the... Especially online, if you're in any of the Facebook groups online. Yeah, you can get a lot of help that way. So I find yeah, that nice. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of Facebook groups for yeah. Irish fish keeping. Yeah, there is a lot of them, and they they are very helpful. Like there's ones on Bettas, Guppies, uh, General Aquarium Ireland. I can't remember the full name, but Aquariums Ireland Equipment something something. Um, so it's uh, it's a good Facebook group and. You'll get to meet and chat with other people that have that same passion for the hobby. Um, and then another pro that I was thinking of was um, there's like plenty of niches. So like you could be interested in aquascaping, you could be interested in breeding, paludariums, saltwater. And then there's a new kind of uh, niche that's popped up recently is moss art, which is basically like framed moss uh that like grows slowly it's really weird i'm not sure how they do it because i haven't done one yet but it's a it's an interesting like yeah i think it would be pretty cool to have like hanging up on the wall so that's something i'm interested in trying sometime uh right so no pros then, you're just fairly negative, Dylan. I don't, I don't want to sound fairly negative, but <laughs> there's, a big, there's a big difference in my hobby and like for someone living in a city like yourself. So yeah. I'm living in Donegal, and the closest pet shop to me, there's no actual fish shops around me, but the closest pet shop's half an hour away or an hour away. And if I want to go to a proper good one with a good selection of plants or uh, actual fish itself, it's nearly two hours away, an hour and a half away. That's in Derry. And it's not even a proper or fish shop. It's just literally pets at home. Whereas compared to somewhere like in one of the cities like Galway or Dublin, yeah. and there's big like seahorse aquariums and that kind of thing where just the whole thing's just dedicated towards fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that does make a lot of sense because I would imagine it's, it's, it's few and far between when you're in, out in the country. Yeah, um, it is different for the city folk. We we do get, um, you know, decent enough um, yachts that hold a lot of different types of fish, and they keep salt water and all that kind of stuff. So there is that benefit. The first time I was actually in a a proper fish shop was in Galway, and must have been maybe two years ago. But that was actually the first time I've ever seen saltwater fish. For sale, yeah. There'd be, there'd be no such thing as that down here, so they wouldn't. Yeah, no. There's yeah. Well, seahorse aquariums in uh, in Dublin, Ballymount, they have a really good selection of saltwater stuff. Uh, yes, yeah, the same in Galway, so it is. Yeah, they have a really good selection, uh, and I, I I sometimes would have a quick look 
Uh, I've tried salt water before and it was an absolute disaster. So I just sort of stick to the fresh water. Um, I just, it didn't work. It just didn't work. Just, I, I made too many mistakes and I, I, yeah, I made too many mistakes. Uh, and I didn't have enough information. And I don't like, I didn't find that they helped me that much. Um, so that's kind of a negative on their end, but uh, they do have a great selection of stuff. So uh, if you're looking to buy stuff, they're definitely ones to go to. Um, yeah, well, I think that the hobby is quite expensive. I don't know what you think. Do you think it's quite expensive? 100%. It is, I don't know if it's just over in Ireland or everywhere, but um, like you see like on YouTube and all people will be going to the dollar per gallon fish tank sales and everything. Yeah. And you would never get a tank that no. cheap around here. Not a, no. not a hope of it. No, no, I agree. Yeah, the the aquarium, the aquariums are expensive. Uh, heaters aren't too bad. Filters aren't too bad. Lighting is expensive. Uh, if you want a nice tank, you know, like soil is expensive. Rocks are expensive. Wood is expensive. Unless you get them at Coffee Central. <laughs> well, <laughs> I try and be fair. I try and be fair. Because uh, I understand that people don't have loads of money. Uh, well, I want to give them value. So I do try my best. Um, I also think plants are expensive as well. Yeah, plants uh, definitely aren't cheap, they're not. No, like... I have to sell them at around eight quid. Uh, and it's not because I want to sell them at that price. It's just, it's not feasible to have them any lower. So, uh, especially if you give, like me, I give free delivery uh, for 20 quid. And uh, if someone pays seven euro per plant, I lose money. So it has to be eight. Um you know, if, if if people spent more with me, I'd, I'd probably be able to uh, lower the prices. But, yeah. Uh, people people Especially like free delivery. Especially only a small business too. Huh? Especially only a small business too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like free delivery, so I prefer to have the free delivery and have a slightly higher price, personally. Yeah, fair. Uh, because I, I, I noticed that even with fish, like some people might have fish at three euro uh, and I might have it at four euro. But yeah, I was looking at a place it, the last day. I they charge their website and they're, uh, they're based in the north. Yeah. And I was just looking and like the prices weren't too, weren't too unfair. Like some might yeah. be cheap and then some be expensive enough. And I was just, I wanted to see how much a delivery would be. And the delivery itself was 15 pounds. And yeah, that kind of scared me away from it then. Yeah, it's the same with Seahorse. Seahorse is eighteen fifty. I thought Seahorse was cheaper than that. I thought they were only around seven. No, that's uh, that's that's just for dry goods. Oh, so it's eighteen fifty for fish deliveries. That's pretty expensive, like. Yeah, it is really expensive. Like they probably pay more for the delivery than you are for the fish. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason why they would do that. Uh, and it's just to cut out small deliveries. I think they've purposely, I think they've purposely done it so that people only buy large quantities of fish. You know, if you, spend, if you spend 200 quid on fish, 1850 is, is peanuts. Yeah. Especially so, saltwater stuff, though. That's all quite yeah. expensive in the last day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely more sales in fresh water, but there's more money to be made in salt water. Yeah, like I was looking at their salt water section the last day, and a lot of the fish are well over 200 euros, so they're like... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's very... Like, salt water is super expensive, and it's a lot more technical as well. So yeah. you've got to get, like, things bang on. Like, there's no, like... Like with fresh water, you could, you could, uh, you know, to top up a tank or to do it like maybe 25% water change, 
you could use cold water from the tap. Uh, but you couldn't do that with salt water. The fish are so sensitive that they, they, they'd be having a hard time. Like, Yeah, it's also precise, like the salinity and all. Yeah, yeah, you've got to get the right salt, uh, salinity, and then you've got to get... Uh, uh, there's certain, like, parameters in the water that have to be correct. There just has to be a lot. There's just a, there's a, it's just extra. There's just extra going on. So much extra effort. So much yeah, more price. Yeah, also there's a lot more cleaning involved. I find, you know, I think it's I think it's easier for algae to grow. I think it's uh, the salt water itself stains the glass an awful lot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I I don't like the look of my hard water on my glass, but getting yeah. rid of salt. Dried in salt water is, is a more of a more of a point. Um, I think there's also a, a lack of good trustworthy information. About salt water? No, just in general in the aquarium industry. Like just I find that the the shops themselves they don't provide you with Good information. I think that's because a lot of the a lot of no harm to them. A lot of the employees in them shops don't really know themselves. They don't really care themselves either. Yeah, but I also think they use it as a weapon as in in some ways because if you don't know what you're doing, you're just going to constantly go back to them, right? And if they don't give you like a good sheet of information or a couple of sheets of information or point you to YouTube content or, you know, you're just going to keep coming back. Oh, something happened. What do I do here? Oh, something happened. What do I do there? And while you're in the shop, you're going to start picking things up that you didn't come to, you didn't come to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, 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 I do. They have this thing where something goes wrong in your tank. You can bring a sample of your water to them and they'll test it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened or what went wrong. Yeah, Seahorse does that as well. Uh, but then if there's nothing wrong with the water, then it's just guesswork, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I find that there isn't enough... I don't think the shops do enough in terms of providing information to beginner aquarists. I suppose it, it depends. It depends on the shop to itself, though. Yeah. I haven't run into a shop that, that provides you with good information. But maybe you have, so the I country. Been in many. I didn't really speak to that. I haven't been in many shops, like, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, there's also a fast sale mentality. So they just want the quick sale. You know, they're not interested in how long someone stays in the hobby. Yeah, they just want to make money from it. Yeah, yeah, they'll just sell you whatever. You know, if there's a new product, like, oh, this just came in, it was X, Y, Z, and you might naturally need it, you know? Like, if they if they, if they they were your mate, they, they wouldn't force it on you or try and sell it to you. Yeah. They just, they just tell you you don't need it. Would uh, you get many beginner hobbyists in for your store? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get a good few that uh, have been at other stores and it hasn't worked out for them. Uh, they didn't give them any information. Um, and, you know, their fish died or something. And then they they um, they come and talk to me and I give them my time and try and make sure that they have everything they need. Uh, and also I've had people where they've been sold the wrong product, being told it's one thing and it's actually another thing. So one example is someone was putting um, methylene blue every into the tank every time they changed the water because they were told that it was water conditioner when it was a medication. Oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? And they're just selling, they're just selling. It's just, it's just, 
that kind of stuff drives you mad, you know. Adding pure chlorine into the tank every time you do a water change, I'm wondering why the fish die. Yeah, it's just blue. Everything's blue, and it's just it's just terrible. Oh uh, my god! And then I ask, like, what age was the person that that gave them that information? And it's like, oh, he was like in his fifties, and it's just like, like that guy knows, like that guy. And if he doesn't know, it's shame on him. You know, I mean, he's you're fifty years of age, and you don't know what water conditioner is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, kind of a sh- it's kind of shocking one time i was getting um i bought an angelfish in one of the pet shops and it was like 16 euro for the angelfish like a small one so it was a pretty steep price like but yeah you know if you're getting a bag of fish you want there to be air in the bag it's like the bag would nearly be hard to touch it yeah the bag i don't know i don't know how he tied it but like, there's literally i don't know how to describe it. there's no air in the bag at all like it was just mm. flopping around like there was nothing in it Strange. I was, I was, I'd be taking this a pretty long distance, and it just it yeah. wasn't packaged properly at all. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. Yeah, so I wish, I wish, I wish that shops would take more care in making the hobbyist a success, so they stay in it longer. You know. Yeah. Uh, and give some sort of information up front rather than. Them coming backwards and forwards to the shop, you know that that would be. Fairness, at pets at home, there's always leaflets beside the tanks and beside the plants and all that will give you a kind of straight up advice on what you need yeah. to do. But it's up to yourself if you take them or not. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, have you got any other cons? Another thing is uh for cons be live food. I was looking for live food the last day. I couldn't find it anywhere in Ireland. And I was checking on uh, Amazon and eBay. But obviously, you can't, you can't really get it from Amazon now because of Brexit and everything. So they go through customs and just far yeah. higher shipping tax or uh, shipping charges. And it would take too long to get here and everything. And I just had to order. I ordered it from, I ordered some vinegarios from Poland off eBay. And I ordered some uh, microworm from Germany. So I don't know how, how it's going to work out or how long it's going to take to get here, but. It was far cheaper to order from from the EU as well instead of going the whole way to UK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, like, the UK Brexit thing, like, it's going to increase costs uh, yeah, for, for the hobby. Like, it's going to cost 20... They're charging 21% VAT when it arrives in the country. Yeah, and so, custom charges and everything then, too. Well, that's what the custom charge is. They're going to charge you 21%. Oh, okay. So they're going to charge you the VAT, additional VAT. So it's going to go up. The prices will go up by 20%. Uh, it's going to make no sense to order anything from the UK anymore, especially not fish stuff. Well, you see, the problem is, is that most stores before Brexit were ordering from the UK. So yeah. it's going to impact pretty much everyone. Like the, the largest um, wholesaler is based in Northern Ireland. So... Uh, it's it's gonna cost money to get it. You know, it's just gonna cost more money. I think most aquarium stores buy from from the Northern Ireland crowd. So, you know, Monster Aquatics on Instagram. Yeah, he was saying to me that um, he'd ordered a lot of fish in from the UK before Brexit. Like, yeah, he's no idea how they're gonna get into the country. He doesn't know what's happening yet. Well, like, is any order to put it hadn't arrived yet? I don't know if they shipped it yet, or they don't know how to ship it, or. But he was saying he doesn't know how to get it into the country now, because of Brexit. Yeah. <sighs> It'll be difficult. He would probably his best bet would be to find someone in Northern Ireland, and then try and drive up there himself. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. That's a long drive for a fish, though. <laughs> it is. Pepper out in Northern Ireland, like. Yeah, it certainly is. But I mean, he's got to. I mean, if he's if he's paid for the stuff, you know, it'd be. Yeah. Be the only option, I'd say. You putting the fish at risk too, though, if you're ordering from the UK, 
and they're actually shipping them because you don't know how long it's going to sit at customs or how long it's going to it could get stuck anywhere along the way like yeah well the customs is taking forever like if you look at the even on amazon like it takes it's taken them a week and a half whereas before it was just taking them a day you know can't be fish sitting for a week and a half like potentially no. freezing weather no 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 that's a bad idea I've had a I've had a shipment before, which had guppies in it, and they were in it for t- they were in the box for ten days, and they were all alive when we opened the box. I was in shock. Yeah, it was quite interesting. It depends on the fish too, though, and depends on how they're packaged. Yeah, it definitely depends on the packaging, uh, and also the weather. So. This was more sort of uh, August time, so it was warm enough. Yeah, not freezing enough. No, certainly not like now. No, this weather is terrible. I have a pond out the back, and there was yeah. the past week, there was about two inches of sun, so there was just over the whole top of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was quite icy there now, uh, two days ago. Some water out the back, and like frozen solid. Definitely affecting shipping times and or not shipping times or being able to ship fish at all. Like I know Seahorse Aquariums aren't shipping fish at the moment. Are they not? No. Oh. They ran in the last day about getting a crayfish and then they didn't have any in stock. Like, but said they're not shipping fish this week anyway and they'll probably be the next week or two before they started again. Oh. Well, I suppose that's good for me. More customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone that's interested, you know, free delivery on all your fish, you know, uh, delivering warm or cold. Uh, anything that's not good job, you know, though. What? Them heat packs are a good job. Yeah, uh, I've been working on, I should really do a, a YouTube video on packing fish because. Because I, I, it's not just like uh, pot luck. Like I don't leave it up to luck. Uh, I do my very best to figure out what temperature is going to be in the bag, in sort of a worst case scenario. Uh, and that's why, like I sent out 15, 16 orders last week with fish, and the only one that came back was one that wasn't delivered next day. So. They all arrived healthy uh, last week, and the temperatures were like between four and two degrees outside. So, styrofoam um, helping out. You are all that extra styrofoam helping out. I mean, you can never have enough styrofoam, <laughs> uh, especially in the fish industry. Styrofoam is your best friend, <laughs> along with heat packs uh, and. Yeah, because them heat packs, um, after I opened my fish, I had them, I had the heat pack just sitting on the floor for, and it was nearly still, it was still warm that night, like. Yeah. How long did they actually last for, do you know? My ones last 48 hours. Jeez. Well, you see, the problem is, is when it, the temperature is so high, or so, sorry, so low at the moment, uh, it works out fine the first night. But the second night, because the temperature is a lot lower, um, the temperature in the bag is lower at the beginning of the second night compared to the first night. And so that's where the problem is. Yeah. But then if you overheat the bag that first day, they're going to end up being dead when they arrive because they've been overheated. So. Yeah, yeah so it's a it's a it's a balance it's a balancing game um, yeah so I can get you crayfish by the way okay no. I can because yeah, I was waiting on them and they said they weren't getting their new shipment of crayfish in for the next two weeks anyway so well mine won't be till February so <laughs> I don't know if that's any good to you <laughs> but, like I, it's coming in, it'll be coming in with the betters so um, you ordered the crayfish already? Huh? Did you order the crayfish already? No, no, no. 
but I know I can get them from the from the same place I get the betters from. Ah, okay. Uh, I'm getting betters and shrimp this time, so I'm going to see what their shrimp are like when they arrive. Yeah. Did you ever and have like, bad experiences with suppliers like that? You are? Did you ever have bad experience with suppliers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I first started like shipping fish in by myself before Guppy Central, I would buy fish and they weren't up to, up to par and they would cost me an arm and a leg and uh, stuff like that. Um, but now I have two really good fish suppliers. One in Europe, one in uh, Thailand. And I've got Tropica for the plants. Uh, and for the aquarium and the heat packs and stuff, I get that from Europe. Uh, and, uh, the next thing is, is lighting. I'm, I'm trying to find a good light supplier. So that is the next stage. You have a pretty good setup going on, so you haven't really started this time last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I only started this time last year. Uh, and so I'm excited to see what happens this year. Uh, I think the online community's gotten bigger since this whole COVID thing, so uh, I'm, hope- I'm hoping that spills into sort of the general public. Because uh, the more people that share their aquariums online, the more likely their friends will see it and maybe they'll ask questions and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that that happens. Uh, I'm pretty sure I found your page myself from one of your ads. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Who do you be be targeting for them ads? Uh, People that like, that I I target people that are going to like the content. So... I'll target um, aquascaping, aquariums, fish, uh, fish keeping, that kind of thing. When I'm targeting them, uh, and then hopefully they convert over time. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you do have to spend money. Like it's it's you don't just get customers by sitting there and waiting for them. You've really got to go out and aggressively go after them. Yeah, definitely. You gotta kind of be people, like. A lot of people didn't know that they could um, you get fish in the post. I know, yeah. Some people, yeah, I know. That's quite strange, isn't it? Like people are very surprised by it. I, I always say, like, where do you think if you get fish from the shop? They're obviously all imported, so they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Because after I got my beta off you the last week, one of my aunties just like, "Please, that's that's pretty interesting. I didn't know you could order fish online." Yeah, that's the same with my mates. Like, if they they they'd be surprised that you can actually ship fish. Yeah, nobody. Thinks and then that. also, when you're, when you're looking for couriers, right? Because uh, I've looked like like before I was with Faster, I was looking around and whatnot, and uh, it's like they just don't they don't want it. They want the responsibility of it. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't want it, and it's just sort of like, but well, it's an easy job. All you've got to do is get the parcel there next day. It's not like... I guess what my mom was saying, I'd be telling her I order fish online. She's like, you order fish online. I says, yeah. I'm sick to be dead by the time you get them. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> no, no, you've got to put in... Like, if, if I was bad at shipping fish, I, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a website. I wouldn't have a, yeah. a job like it, you know? So, exactly. priority is getting the fish there in a good condition um, but it's not an easy job shipping the fish so it's a no no especially because <laughs> because the weather changes uh, you know you've got to regulate the how many heat packs uh, how close they are to the to the to the bags uh, and then if you get it wrong and you send out seven orders you're you're just going to be in trouble tomorrow that angry customers uh, disappointed customers and dead fish, which means you've got to replace them or give them money back. Yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, you gotta you've got to get it right, and you've got to do testing and data collection and all that kind of stuff. Keeps you 
Keeps you on your toes, the weather. Keeps you on your toes. You've come quite a far away in a year, though, in regards to building up your own reputation and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I have. I, I You know, I'm never... I'm never going to be happy, do you know what I mean? It's just the way I am. I'm just always going to want like to think I should be doing uh, and that's where I am at the moment. I'm like, I need to get lighting in and do more on the best way to be though. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm never satisfied. So, uh, that's my aim is to just keep growing. And I'm hoping like we're going to be starting the fish room expansion, uh, hopefully in the next couple of months. I need to start painting in there first, uh, then. I need to get a rack in, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's going to be plenty of expanding to do. It'll, it'll help with a variety of fish because at the moment, you know, I can only bring in maybe three or four different kinds of community fish. And, you know, people's tastes are wide and it's usually the fish you don't have that they want. You know what I mean? That's always the way. I don't know if you, yeah, well, I, I always find that if you don't have this specific, like maybe Tetra or, or Danio or Rasbora or, you know, there are, it's, the, it's the fish you don't have that people are looking for. So I noticed someone left a review. I can't remember if it was a review or a comment on Facebook on your page. And I was saying how uh, you're always a great service. And if you don't have a fish that they want, you'll always order it in for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't mind ordering in fish for people. <laughs> so if you have, like, specific requirements, like I had a, a Lena, she she emailed me there about different types of platies she was looking for. And so in the next order in February, uh, I'll be ordering in a lot of platies for her. Uh, so, like, I don't mind doing special orders because I have a good wholesaler in Europe and they have a wide selection. They also do saltwater they do snakes, they do frogs, they do they do everything. So, um, yeah, they they do pretty much everything. Can you ever see yourself going into saltwater, like selling it? I don't think that's where I want to go. Uh, I think I want to go down aquascaping. I think I want an aquascaping store. Uh, you know, long term, that's what I'd like. I'd like an aquascaping store. Uh, where people come in and they get inspired by the fish tanks that are in there. What's that shop um, called in Germany? And they can sell all the plants and everything. And it's just, when you, when you walk in, it's literally like a, a fish room. And there's all these incredible tanks. Is it Ger- it's Germany. I don't know. I, in, I, I don't know one in Germany. There's one in, Hung- there's one in Hungary. I think. Uh, called Green Aqua. Oh, I've heard of Green Aqua too before. Yeah, they're an aquascaping shop. They have a really good setup. So they do. Yeah, they have a, they're a phenomenal setup. They've got like content creators. They have videographers. They have, you yeah. know, they have loads and loads of people working there. Uh, they have a YouTube channel too, don't they? You what? They have a YouTube channel, don't they? They do, yeah, they're a really good YouTube channel. They've got loads of aquascaping content on there. And I like George Farmer. George He's like, Farmer's good. Yeah, he was the first guy that sort of got me in, got me hooked into aquascaping. So, uh, big shout out to George Farmer. And, yeah, I mean, they're my two favorites. If I had to pick two YouTube channels, would be Green Aqua and George Farmer. Who do you like on, on YouTube? On YouTube? Mm. Uh, I used to watch a lot of aquarium co-ops, so I did. And the likes yeah. of, um, oh, what do you call him? Mike. can't think of his YouTube channel name. Mike. Ah, oh, what is it? Over in the states. Over in the states. Uh, it's not in Canada. It's not that DIY guy. No, Joey, he's good too. So he enjoy his videos. 
Yeah. The king of DIY. Yeah. Uh, Coralfish Cloud G. Watch him a good bit. Oh, I think I've I think I've watched a couple of his videos before. Yeah. I think I, I think I saw him first watching his um seahorse videos. He used to keep seahorses. Oh, okay. They're very good. Hmm. You watch uh, Paul Cafaro. Who? Paul Cafaro. No. Florida. No. All the Florida YouTubers have good videos. Like the, a lot of them do fishing, you see. And, oh. Um, I started watching watching their pond videos, and it's good. They all kind of started off with ponds, and then they've all kind of transitioned into aquariums and that kind of thing too. Yeah. And uh, you said you have a pond as well. Do you have any fish in it? No, not anymore. I took them inside for the winter, but I only had them um, because I I have it. It's literally just a big massive tub, and then. Yeah. I built a wooden frame around it and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I had it for, I don't know how many years without doing anything with it. And then I finally finished it last year. So then I just went to the shop and bought two common goldfish and a red caparanda and had them in all summer. And then just took them in for the winter then, so I did. Because I had to move the pond anyway, but... Okay. It's nothing fancy, like, but... Well, I don't have a pond, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nice to have one. Yeah, definitely nice to have one, but I have to move it now and everything, so... Oh, right. It's the most DIY setup you'll ever see in your life, but it worked. You what? It was the most DIY setup you've ever seen in your life. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with DIY. The filter I had was just... Um, I found a big blue barrel, like a big plastic yeah. one, and that was already the filter, and it, it wasn't tall enough, you say, so I got a lot of bricks. And then put the bricks down beside the pond and sat the filter on top of it. Yeah. I threw a few plants on the top of the filter and filled it with stones and media and that kind of stuff. And then my pump, because I had the water sitting cycling for a while, because I just put in uh, from the hose, like, so it was always chlorinated. And then I was just checking the temperature one day before I added the fish. I kept getting shocked from the water. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Why, is it, why does the water feel like that? I kept putting my hand in. To see what happened again, and I was like, "Am I getting shocked, or what the fuck is that?" Yeah. And I kept getting shocked. I kept pressing, put my hand in, getting shocked every time. And I was like, "Here, there's something wrong here." So I turned off the pump, and took the I took the pump out, and the wire had all been broken off. I don't know how it happened, but the wire was like it was broken in half nearly. So I had to go and buy a new pump and everything. Then oh, it was just a disaster. But was I fishing at the time? No, thank God. <laughs> they would have been dead, so they would have. <laughs> They'd been all floating on the top. <laughs> oh god! All right. So, what excites you for the future of the aquarium industry? I think um, the online thing's a big thing for me. Obviously, because yeah. I'm so, uh, I wouldn't want to say secluded, but I'm not close to any anything to do with fish keeping at all. So the yeah. online's a big help to me, especially uh, that's why I get most of my fishing plans from you because it's yeah. cheap and handy and free shipping. Yeah. But I noticed a lot of the shops like Seahorse Aquariums and all, they didn't, they didn't always ship fish, did they? Um, I, I, think the Seahorse, I think Seahorse only did it for the summer. Oh. And then and then in the last year they have changed it to year round, but then they change. Then they set a charge on people, eighteen fifty. So yeah, it's quite a steep price. I remember I was always checking, um, like hooking up where I could buy fish in Ireland. Yeah. And all the websites that I would find, they never shipped fish at all. And then the first one I found was Aquatic Village. Is that what it's called in Dublin? Yeah. I found their website, and I was like. Jeez, these actually ship fish, and that was that was, that was the first people that I found to ship fish. But they yeah, yeah. so sketchy looking. <laughs> I, knew, I nearly thought it was a scam, like. <laughs> <laughs> but they charge seventeen fifty as well. So nowhere, nowhere charges anything less. Well, nowhere charges I free think letter anyway. No one does free now, so no one does free. But mid uh, Midland Aquatic Solutions. They, I think theirs is like a tenner. Well, I think that's not too bad. Like, but no, it's not too bad. I, I wouldn't want to pay seventeen euro or eighteen euro for a delivery. I wouldn't. 
No, 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 I wouldn't do it either. I'd have to go to the shop like it. If I didn't oh. have Guppy Central, I'd I'd be I'd be going to pick them up. Um, I wouldn't really be able to do that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be able to, no. Um but yeah. So yeah. Midland Aquatic Solutions, they do ten euro. But I think they're kinda of like like see you know, I don't think they do it all the time. Yeah, I'd say so. But um like the fish shop I go to closest to me, it's not a fish shop, it's just a normal pet shop with about four tanks in it. Yeah. But um he's always said to me, like, if you want any fish running and I can order them in for you. But no, I, yeah. mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't really trust it like. And why why wouldn't you trust it? Is it just because you don't think it's enough experience? Not not experience, it's just the shape of the tanks. Like the tanks are never the the fish in the tanks never look good and the tanks are always dirty and they're never they're just not kept well, if you get me. Yeah. And then in the in the past it's the same for the pet shops um within an hour range of me. Every time I've got fish from there, I've always if you look in the tank, like most of the tanks always have ick in them or some sort of disease. And if you get fish from them, they're always the fish are always unhealthy. It's just because critical are not kept well, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, you, no way you can do a pet shop sometimes just for a look at what fish they have. Like, no intention of buying anything, but just going in for a look. Yeah. And recently, the one that's an hour away, I'll not say where it is, but um, every time I've gone into it, like, I mean, 90% of the tanks have some sort of disease in them, and like, the fish just are not healthy whatsoever. Yeah. Well, but that's the, a deal breaker. The thing is, if you, if you didn't know, anything about fish at all and you went into that thing you, you wouldn't notice anything wrong with the fish like no and like, then you'd see, a few, you'd see a few dead ones floating about yeah but then you'd bring the fish home and then there'd be a disaster straight away and then you'd go back to the shop and then they'd be like oh well you need this medication and then you give them the medication but it's already too late and then they die and then you quit the hobby and there goes the hobbyist bye bye so and never back into it then because it's a pure bad experience with it yeah, uh, so that's really the responsibility of the shop to try and encourage to to give the hobbies the best chance of success. Yeah, that is the that is the goal. But you you can clearly see that the tanks weren't cared for at all. Like, especially if you go into a pet shop and you're seeing dead fish in the tank, that's that's not good signs whatsoever. That means like the fish, they're already sick and they're not being quarantined or anything. You don't know what you're buying. Yeah, and like it's probably t- and water quality is probably not good. Uh, it may not be. We have a big community tank, right? Like most people would just have one fish tank sitting and they'd just put all their fish into that. And if they had like a nice setup and their, their fish are all fine and then they go buy more fish from whatever shop and then fish are diseased, then all their fish are going to get sick and potentially die on them. Yeah. I guess that's what that's going to put you straight off it, like. I know, I know, I know, and that's that's yeah, that's my one goal is to try and improve the information available and to keep myself honest when people ask me questions because it's quite it's quite easy to slip into that fast sell. Yeah, like someone says, "What do you think about uh, this with this fish or this in this size tank?" If you you didn't care. You would just go. You were just looking for money. You would just sell it. Yeah. Like um, in my family itself, my auntie has a big, must be, hundred and eighty liters or so in her in her sitting room, and they used to always have it set up. And then, because my dad had always been the fish keeping as well, and she'd always say to us like, every time I get fish, they always just die. Um. Yeah. You're kind of looking at it to see why, but she's buying it from the shop I was mentioning the last as a um, few minutes ago. And the third time she got fish, she died. It died on her. Like she still has the the same tank and everything, but it's not set up at all. And she's been on to me for ages about how she must get it set up and everything. And then she was here the last day over Christmas and everything. And I was showing her my tanks and all, and she said, "Geez, them plants are great." And I was asking where I got them. Yeah. And then I said to her, "I said that I got them online and all." And she said, "You got them online?" And I told her I got them from your website and everything. And she texted yeah. me today and asked uh, what your website was so she could go look at it. I don't know if she's gonna buy anything off you or whatever, but. 
because she she's been on about this tank for I mean months, getting it set back up again, and she's never gone around to it yet. But she was saying that she loves the the way the plants look more look more natural, and obviously it's better for the fish too. Yeah, it's better for the fish. It's better for the environments. I think people are kind of are kind of scared of planted tanks, so. Oh yeah, look, I can understand because they they like if you don't have the proper setup for plants, they're gonna probably die. Uh, unless you choose the right plants, you know what I mean. Exactly. And the beginner, some plants would live in anything, so they could. Yeah, yeah, like like, but the beginner doesn't know. Like the beginner just looks at easy category plant and picks a plant, whereas. Just because they're in the easy category doesn't mean they're going to work in your tank. You know, there, there, there are easy category plants that, that require nutrients in the soil. and Yeah. You know, it, it's not just straightforward. But um, if, you, if you do get a plant and it grows well, if, if you do nothing but the plant in the, or the plant in the tank and it just takes off, it's going to kind of motivate you. Like the first tank or the first plant I ever got, uh, I remember it was years ago, like, but I always remember it. It was Limnophilia sessiflora. Yeah. And then, like, I put it in gravel, and it just absolutely took off because, like, um, I got it in dairy soil. Of, I just yeah. really picked the first plant because it didn't really have much in stock. And yeah. I just picked the first one that was well looked good to me, and I just kind of threw it in the gravel and then it, with a few guppies and everything, and it just took off. And that kind of made me think, like, geez. I wonder what else plants they get, and I started like researching them on YouTube and everything, and figuring out how to work them, what they need, and that kind of stuff. And yeah, but nobody would ever give me that information. Like, you have to kind of go looking it for yourself. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I agree. I find like they're not going to tell you how to be successful straight off the bat. You know, they want yeah. you to kill a few plants so you come back and buy more plants. <laughs> You know, and try again. You know, it's just a vicious cycle. It's a vicious. Uh, whereas I don't care about that. I prefer to just give you the right plants, and you're happy, and I'm happy, and you know, we keep a we keep a good relationship. Yeah, uh, that's the main goal. Uh, like, if people are wondering, like, what's the success of 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 having a nice planted tank? It's aquarium soil. It's light and co2 and that's that's pretty much all you need fertilizer is nice but it's like it's an add-on you the, the, the three main things you need is aquarium soil co2 and light and if you've got those three things you have a better chance of success aquarium soil isn't easy to come by so it's not though uh well it is at a, it is at guppy central <laughs> you can get it there, yeah. <laughs> but I know I've, I've never seen aquarium soil in a pet shop ever, not once. Yeah, well, they probably just don't think about that. They probably just think about you know a kid wanting to come in and, and get boys colourful gravel or some crap. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm just that's what they call it. Crap <laughs> puke, yeah. So. That's basically what they're trying to sell. They're not trying to sell a beautifully planted tank. That's not what they're trying to sell. Uh, yeah, and I'm doing a video on how to cycle a tank without beneficial bacteria uh, or adding ammonia or any of that kind of stuff, which is the way that me, that you're doing it as well at the moment. That would be a good video, so it would. Yeah, because I think people realise that, you know, the aquarium soil and the plants cycle the tank for you and you don't have to do all this te water testing and, and waiting for weeks to, for things to move in the right direction. Uh, you just do water changes, basically. But, but saying that too... Like um, I've never got information from any sort of pet shop about having to cycle the, having to cycle the tank itself. Like most people would just go to the shop, buy fish, and put it in the same day, whether they have dechlorinator or not. Like, but oh, people on like if you go if you go and buy a whole new a whole load of new fish in a pet shop, and you go, oh, this is great and everything, and then you go to bed, wake up in the morning, 
and your fish are all dead because there's been an ammonia spike in the tank or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, that did happen to one of my customers. They weren't told about cycling a tank or anything like that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and the fish died. So, yeah. Then I told them about how to use plants and soil to cycle a tank over two, to about three weeks, three to four weeks. <clears throat> so, yeah. Hmm. All right. So I think we've covered it. I think we've covered everything. Anything, everything that I can think of anyway. There's not really much. Well, for myself, there's not really many pros, but. Um... No, I uh, could only put two pros down. More, more cons, unfortunately. When you um, first messaged me about it, about the topic. You are? When you first messaged me about the topic we're going to be doing. Yeah, I, I I seriously did think I sat down and I with a pen and all and I thought, what pros could I write down? And I honest I couldn't think of any at all. Yeah. Everything yeah. I thought of was just negative. Yeah, no, I I know I I find I found it difficult as well. I I found it a lot easier to do the cons than it was to do the pros. Yeah, definitely, and that's not really not really a good thing for the <laughs> no. Irish whiskey person. No, it's not a good sign for the hobby, but uh, hopefully in the next 10, 15 years, we'll start marching in the right direction. I've noticed there's starting to be um, a lot more breeders in Ireland, like local breeders. Yeah, there are. Which is not, around, not around me at all, but I, I noticed on um, the likes of the Facebook groups and band and everything, people be selling the fish they're breeding. Yeah, which is great. It's great. Because you'll get... You'll get some deals. them can post them at all, and I can't travel to them. So, you see now, if I do a YouTube video on posting fish, I'm going to start getting competition. On what, sir? <laughs> if I do a YouTube video on posting fish, oh yeah, I'll start getting competition then. Everyone be copying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's all. That's all they need is the information, and then off they go. Figuring out how to not to kill them and then they're away. Yeah, basically, how not to kill fish while transporting. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, for the first one. Keep your aquarium central. We'll see you on the next one. Talk to you later. <laughs>